Dun 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 dun. Hey guys, um, I have a challenge for myself, but before I tell you about the challenge, I have a confession to make. Um, it's kind of a big one for someone who worked and lived in Disney World on her Disney College program for five months, but I'm ready to come out with it. All right. I have never seen the Star Wars movies. <sighs> um, I, I grew up with, you know, three brothers, um, all of which really, really love the Star Wars movies, but I had never seen them. So need not to worry. I am doing something right now. I am creating a challenge for myself this week to fix that problem. So how am I going to do that? Well, I have a problem, I have a challenge, and I have a method. What's the problem? I've never seen Star Wars. What's the challenge? Complete all the Star Wars movies in five days. How am I going to do it? Disney Plus. Um, luckily, now that Disney Plus has come out, I have access to all the Star Wars movies without having to pay for each and every single one. So the goal is to watch all 10 movies, uh, and it will be 11 when Rise of Skywalker happens, but for now, the challenge is going to be all 10 movies that are out. Currently, out of all those movies, there's Episode 1, Episode 2, Episode 3, Rogue One, Solo, Episode 4, Episode 5, Episode 6, Episode 7, and then Episode 8, and then 11 will be... Rise of Skywalker. We are going to try and get all those done in seven, well, not even seven days. We're going to try to get them all done in five days. So, ten movies, five days. So, roughly, you know, two a day uh, if I stick to doing it that way. Uh, of course, I could do, you know, three one day and one another, but we're probably going to go for two a day. So, moving forward, how is this going to work? Well, Right now, it is Sunday, November 24th. The challenge starts tomorrow, which is Monday, tw uh, November 25th. Uh, so it'll end that Friday. Hopefully, we can get all 10 movies cranked out before then. In terms of the podcast, how that's going to work, well, I am going to hopefully be watching two a day uh, and give you updates throughout um, each day. I'll use Monday, one update, Tuesday, another update, and so forth. So where that leaves us now is that tonight I go and I get some sleep. Tomorrow I start watching and hopefully I will have a good update for you then. Dun 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 dun. All right, so it is around 6:30 p.m. and I have watched two Star Wars movies so far. So today I started with A New Hope and then I watched the one that comes right after Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I didn't mention earlier, but I am watching them in the order that they were released, uh, not the order that they are chronologically. I, you know, debated between the two, but I ultimately decided that this was the way to go in terms of just making sure that while I'm watching it, that, you know, I want to see the quality of the movies get better. And I feel like maybe watching them in the order they're released is the way they were meant to be watched. So first... I watched A New Hope. My first initial 
Star Wars assumptions. We could we could call them my pre-Star Wars assumptions. Uh, I thought this movie was uh, going to be like entirely in space, entirely in the galaxy far, far away. I don't know why I thought that, but that that is what I thought. And I realized really quickly that uh, there's actually this this is way more than just space, which is probably one of the reasons people liked it so much. Um, I thought there was going to be a lot more lightsaber action, but so far. You know, it by the the end of the second one, I, we got a lot more. But they got to be careful with those things. They just run around with them so carelessly. I didn't know it would be so futuristic, and I feel like this was definitely like super futuristic uh, for the time that they came out because the New Hope or a New Hope came out in 1977. And honestly, I'm pretty sure, I don't know, maybe I'm totally wrong. I wasn't even born until 1997, but I feel like those visual effects were like top notch <laughs> that year. I don't know because I, I even I'm impressed even though, you know, it, it's not as great now. But A New Hope basically starts out with a gold guy and R2-D2. I think the gold guy's name is CP3O, something like that. I will have to uh, make sure I know that before I keep recording these. But you know, my initial, well, first thing I remember him saying is that he called R2-D2 a overweight glob of grease. Uh, I have to say, I disagree. I love R2-D2. Um, so far, he has been the real MVP for this entire two movies. He, um, is this what they say when they are, are referencing the droid you've been looking for? I don't know. I see it on a bunch of shirts while I worked at Disney World. He is, he's the dude. Um, and I think, you know, that CP3, oh, gold guy should treat him better. <laughs> also, the guy who played Luke, good looking dude. I know he's gotten a lot older now, but uh, he was a looker <laughs> back in back in this movie. Also, I like Luke. He is bomb. I not that there's like team Luke and team Hans but he's like a nice guy and Hans is just he just came off so cocky even though it totally kind of got endearing in the end and totally kind of works with Princess Leia's like sassy you know she can handle him I have questions after watching the first movie I definitely had questions uh mainly like why did the empire start and where did the empire even come from did they, like, start as a rebellion against an existing oppressive regime a long ago? And then, like, okay, obviously I knew this going in, that Darth Vader is Luke's father. But do they have the same mom? Question. Lots of questions, to be honest. Um, also, another pressing question. This is very pressing. A lot of the characters in the, these movies call Princess Leia Princess Leia? Is it Leia or Leia? I don't know. I can't... I don't even know how I'm supposed to say her name if I'm not 100% confident in, like, if I'm pronouncing it right. But... And then Obi-Wan Kenobi, did he go into the Force? Is that what happened? Did he, like... He didn't die, but he went into the Force? Or is that what happens with someone who's, like, strong with the Force? They, like... They go into the Force when they die. Questions, questions, questions. And then that movie ended with lots of um, lots of the shooting stuff, and they all. Sh Why do all the stormtroopers and Darth Vader wear masks? Another question. But yeah, there's lots of shooting and stuff, and um, there is this scene where they fall into a trash can. That uh, I'm pretty sure I've heard my nephew, who watches Star Wars, loves that scene. He's obsessed with, you know, garbage men in the the trash trucks. And then I watched Empire Strikes Back. 
I totally loved the Leia and Han tension that was going on. That was fun to watch. We got introduced to Yoda. I've heard a lot about Yoda. He's fun. He is like a very lively, wise old man who ats you every time he talks about the Force. I totally thought he was going to be like this really chill old man with this like, like, I don't know what I thought. I just thought he was not going to be so um, like go lucky all the time. But he does. He really, he hits you with those like very strong quotes full of wisdom. And you're like, whoa, I'm learning. Le- Luke and R2-D2's relationship is growing and I love it. I've realized how sassy um, Leia is and I, I totally enjoy it. She has sass and she has style. I really I like her outfits. She hasn't worn too many outfits, but I like them so far. So but let's talk about the end of The Empire Strikes Back. This is the moment I have been waiting for when Luke... And Darth Vader are fighting, and Darth Vader's like, I am your father. I have been waiting for this moment for a long time, and I'm not going to lie. Eh, it was all right. But what really had me shook was when he cut off Luke's arm. What the heck? I did not expect that at all in the slightest. Did not expect that. I was like, oh my god, his arm is gone. And somehow he managed to climb up all these, like, these probably really difficult um, maneuvers and climbs with one arm. I guess Luke is is powerful. The Force is truly with him. But yeah, that shocked me way more than the I am your father part. And really quickly before I end this, I just want to address a scene that I see referenced at Disney World when I worked there all the time. And it is about this moment when Leia, Leah, whatever, tells Han that she loves him and he's like, I know. Um, I thought that was going to be like more romantic. I don't know. It's like all these couples in Disney World bought these matching shirts that said, I love you. And then I know. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a big moment. I'm really excited about it. And I only knew that this moment was going to happen because of the shirts. I didn't know when it was going to happen. And it happened in this, in the Empire Strikes Back movie. And I was like, it's happening. And then I was like, oh, that was it. But, you know, I still love Leia and Han together now. And they need to go and save him. What's the guy that Chewbacca? I also, after watching this movie, I can totally understand people's love for Chewbacca and why so many people named their dogs Chewy after Chewbacca. So that was that's the other takeaway from The Empire Strikes Back. Other than that, I really liked the second movie a lot. I liked the first one, but I liked The Empire Strikes Back a little better. Uh, and I'm excited to see what happens next. They need to go save Hans. I'm really, I'm kind of invested now, and I need to see how they I don't know is he frozen or unfreeze him or whatever and you know I feel like we're gonna meet the what is it Bobo Fett or Django Fett or whatever his name is we're gonna meet that guy he was in there I used to my brother had the Battlefront video game and I used to play it so I know that he's a character that exists um, and I feel like we're gonna meet him so till tomorrow when I watch the next two movies I will update you then dun 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 All right, hello, I am back. It is November 26th. I just watched the next two movies, Return of the Jedi and The Phantom Menace. I really, really liked Return of the Jedi. 
I it's been my my favorite one hands down so far. My favorite Star Wars movie that I've watched. I'm really excited for some of the ones that are coming up, the like Rogue One and the newer ones. But I do have to get through the prequels first. But Return of the Jedi was definitely like my favorite. I had a lot that I liked about this movie. I of course love like I've just gotten to love all the characters a lot in these movies so far I think every character Luke Leia and Han the main three just have something really likable about them now at this point and they each have their own things that you like about them like you love like Luke is just your classic hero just your normal optimistic will do anything for his friends and like I love Han's snarkiness and He's like sarcasm and realism and he just has some witty jokes. And then Princess Leia is just like, honestly, she has been a strong female character before. Like that was a really super kind of trendy thing to do. Um, And like this was a long time ago. So she was totally, you know, showing up for us a long time ago. Uh, So I guess I didn't really understand that Darth Vader wasn't the like head leader of the rebel or the uh, empire. So I met the emperor in this. I did not know that it was going to end the way that it did. I was shook by the ending. I did not know that Darth Vader like did the right thing in the end. I just thought he was an evil character that everyone liked. And also the force, the emperor guy did that lightning force. What the heck was that? I was like, what is even happening? But it started out mainly with them going out to save Han and he was you know frozen in that thing and they delivered him to that Jabba guy side note Jabba is ew and he's filthy and yucky and he needs to get his slimy paws off Leia even though I totally respect her she took him down in a metal bikini so but even her she went and saved Han I was really excited when she came and saved Han. Uh, whenever they had that, like, you know, person in the mask that was coming to save him, I was like, it's Leia, it's Leia, it's Leia. I was really excited about that. Um, much more lightsaber action in this one. I was really excited about the lightsaber action. I did not get enough in the first two movies, and you could totally tell. I don't know if it was just, like, the technology and special effects got better, but way more lightsabers in this. Really, really fun. And I did not know that lightsabers could deflect like gunshot things that was a new development lightsabers are even cooler than i thought they were and i already thought they were cool i'm not gonna lie i have owned a few lightsaber toys in my life um despite not having seen the star wars you would actually be surprised how many um star wars things i've kind of owned and interacted with for someone who had never seen the movies i apologize in advance i know that is a bad a bad thing i know especially for all you really really loyal star wars people out there um luke is a total badass now he just like in one movie just became like this hardcore talented at using the force jedi i was very excited when he went back to train with yoda i was like oh yay we're gonna get more yoda he's gonna go train become a better jedi and then yoda died what i did not know that that happened that was that was kind of sad. I thought Yoda just like lived forever, but I was sad that he died. Then I found out Luke and Leia were twins. That was something I didn't know. I thought they were brother and sister, 
apparently they're twins. And I learned in the, the newer movie that I watched today that they do have the same mom. Which, I mean, if they're twins, they definitely have the same mom. But I didn't know that before. I want one of those hover bike things that flies to the forest. Those were pretty cool. I feel like I'm finally starting to understand a lot of the rides and the video game theming and the shirts and all the merchandise that is themed in Disney World. When I worked there, uh, I worked at the biggest store in Disney World and we had a whole section just dedicated to Star Wars and I never really understood the merchandise uh, until now. And of course they have a lot of rides and Galaxy's Edge is opening soon uh, and I never understood any of that stuff, but I feel like I'm really excited that I am starting to understand that stuff. I, in a way, am starting to feel more pop cultured. So I'm excited about that. I had been waiting this entire movie for Han to tell Leia that he loved her. I was just annoyed. I was like, she has told you two times now that she loves you and you won't say it back. The moment where Han says, I love you. And then Leia's like, I know. And that was just a great moment. That totally made up for the original moment not being as great for me. I take back what I said about the original moment. That is just iconic. And I think Disney World needs to make shirts that are the other way around where the Han shirt says, I love you. And the Leia shirt says, I know. Uh, those tribe bear things, are they? I think they're called Ewoks or I don't know. They're called something, but those bear things that helped them fight <laughs> the whole um, empire in the end. They were cool. I'm glad they came in clutch. Um, R2-D2, still clutch. I still love him. Don't want to forget about him. I did not expect that movie. One, I did not expect to like it the w as much as I did. And two, I did not expect it to end with Darth Vader like doing the right thing. I, I am very glad I watched it. And then also, since I did watch the first prequel and I'm seeing young Anakin, I do kind of like seeing all the cool little foreshadowing things. I'm noticing the foreshadowing things between Luke and Anakin and how they kind of have made their early lives similar. And I know that I'm inevitably going to watch Anakin turn to the dark side. And I'm intrigued to see how that happens. But there's so many, so many similarities between Luke and Anakin uh, as young. Um, the Phantom of the Menace, not going to lie, I, I was kind of bored throughout the entire thing. Um, Anakin was played by that cute kid that's in Jingle All the Way. Liam Neeson is in it, and then he dies. Ewan McGregor, McGregor is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Didn't expect that. R2-D2 was in it. Woo! And a, na a naked CP-3O, I believe his name, CP-3O. Am I right? He's naked in that one. Um, the longest spaceship race I've ever seen in my life happened in that movie. I was like, when is it going to end? Uh, and they just, I guess this galaxy lets kids operate flying heavy machinery and it's not, not a big deal. Uh, Darth Maul, he's cool. Why does he look like that? But I really enjoyed him as a villain and I'm kind of sad to see him go. I hope his death was kind of fake. Like, they implied that he died at the end of this movie and I hope he just like comes back and is like I didn't die because I liked him he was a cool villain with a cool lightsaber and I could obviously tell the better effects you can tell that each movie is kind of getting better and the effects are getting better and the plot twist at the end liked it Natalie Portman was like 
the younger girl who was actually the queen and you thought the queen was a different girl the entire time. Cool plot twist. Other than that, the other one was pretty boring. The completion of the original trilogy, The Last Jedi, or Return of the Jedi, newbie. Return of the Jedi, really good. And I guess I'll see you tomorrow when I watch the next two to complete the prequel trilogy, and then I get to move on to the next ones, which I'm thinking, I'm hoping, are the newer ones, and I'm really excited. Dun, 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 dun. All right, so I just completed the prequel trilogy, and I watched Revenge of the Sith and Attack of Clones. I feel a bit conflicted, I'm not going to lie. Why do I feel conflicted? Well, I've heard from basically everyone that these movies suck, and while I actually agree with that sentiment in terms of the very first movie in this prequel trilogy, I was very, very bored during that movie. I actually really liked the second two, um, and I, re- I liked Revenge of the Sith a lot. I thoroughly enjoyed watching the movie. Maybe it's the technological advances and, you know, just the general better quality of the films, or maybe I just liked the story. I'm not sure. I feel like I was supposed to hate it, but I ended up really liking it. So, conflicted feelings there. But, on to my feelings about the movie, other than the fact that I liked them. Well, it starts out with Anakin. It's continuing the story from the first one. Uh, he's a little older now. Honestly, I find, I find him to kind of be generally unlikable. He has the cockiness of Han Solo, but without the funny, snarky, witty comments that make you like him. But I still appreciate his story as a whole. I still appreciate his, you know, turn to the dark side and how the sequence of events that led it to happen there. And I do think he was a well-developed character, you know, given that they had three movies that did focus mainly on him. I thought he was a well-developed character. I loved that these movies had more action. I loved seeing all the fighting with the lightsabers and it just felt this movie felt punchy like there was a lot of moments that were like you know had you kind of on the edge of your seat Ooh, what's gonna happen these good action sequences uh more so than the rest of them like i said probably one of those things that just came from the general you know improved quality in filmmaking that was happening over the course of time. And I think I really noticed it between these two movies and how this, you know, Revenge of the Sith started. And I was like, whoa, that looks way better than the rest of them. Uh, I really liked the love story between uh, Anakin and Padme. It was insta-love, but, you know, it's a movie and I'm fine with it. But it was nice and it was cute and they were young and he, he was a little forward in the beginning, but... Obviously, it worked out. Well, kind of worked out. Didn't really work out in the end, but worked out for a while, I guess. I found that I really like the dark side people. I like their stories. I like how, you know, when when the emperor is trying to convert Anakin to the dark side and he's kind of describing oh we're not really that much different from the Jedi and you're kind of listening to him and you're like I don't want you to be making sense but you kind of do 
and he's kind of convincing Anakin and you're like, oh, that kind of makes sense because you know that, you know, Anakin's kind of getting a raw deal with the fact that they don't trust him. But you also know that like their kind of mistrust is kind of not exactly unfounded. So I think Anakin was susceptible to going dark and we knew that from the moment his mom died and you know, Yoda predicted it pretty early on because Yoda's Yoda. But we knew that he was susceptible to go into the dark side. And after he killed all those people, when his mom died, he was even more so susceptible. And the sequence of events like mistrust and him feeling duped all the time and having to hide his marriage and stuff like that, I think is eventually what led to his eventual downfall. But other than that, I really enjoyed watching the dark side. I don't know. I just like it. I think this movie, Revenge of the Sith, had a sad ending. I just, kind of watching him get sucked into the darkness, even if his intentions were good going into the dark side, because it was all for, for Padme and his you know unborn child slash children that he didn't, didn't know they were twins yet, I'm assuming. But it was sad watching you know, him turn to the dark side with good intentions and then you see as the movie progresses it just suck him down lower and lower until he just hit rock bottom um it was kind of it was like almost like watching that ending scene between him and obi-wan and he's like i love obi-wan was telling him like i loved you you were my brother it was sad it was honestly sad i was like i'm emotionally involved this is ridiculous and then lastly, this thing, the, what this movie kind of left me feeling was I was thinking about the end of the last movie in the original trilogy, how Darth Vader did this redeeming act and then Luke proceeded to give him like the Jedi funeral. And I was kind of thinking to myself, did he really deserve that? Does one redeeming act mean that Darth Vader is redeemed? I don't know. Maybe I'm, like, bad for thinking that way. Maybe I need to, like, uh, evaluate myself and forgiveness and whatnot. But, like, Anakin killed all these children, and he used the Force on his wife, and he just went so dark in the end. And it's, like, just because you saved your son in the end, does that really mean you deserved a Jedi's funeral? I don't know food for thought and then I'll end this with random thoughts I had while watching this movie bad haircuts for the Jedi's in training I don't understand why they force them to have those bad haircuts I really enjoyed watching Yoda fight he was fun he's just like jumping at you with his he's just this small green guy jumping around coming at you with his lightsaber and he was really powerful of course he's Yoda I really enjoyed Yoda and lastly the final takeaway from this movie is that I do acknowledge that the acting was pretty rough. Specifically, uh, Anakin, not very good. But he got better in the second movie, and that is a, that's a plus. So, excited to see the next ones, and I'll see you tomorrow. Dun, 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 dun. All right, and I'm just coming at you the same day, and I decided to actually watch Rogue One tonight and I will only watch one movie tomorrow so we're gonna talk about Rogue One for a hot second what the heck everyone died there's like 
no feeling of resolution. I don't feel satisfied. And the movie was so pretty. It was honestly filmically the best movie of all of them so far. Obviously, it's the newest one. And it was just so pretty, like, well done the entire time. And it makes you think about, like, all the people in the revolution that, like, didn't get any acknowledgement. Because we all put all this acknowledgement on Han and Luke and Leia. But, like, there's all these other people that were involved in the rebellion that we didn't even know about that died for the cause. Crazy. I don't feel satisfied by the end of the movie. I just feel kind of sad. But that's, like, kind of how it really is in life. There's a lot of people that are unsung heroes. They are the heroes behind the scenes, the heroes that are never talked about, that aren't acknowledged as they should be. It's a reality of life. Wow, we're going deep. Well, let's let's step back a second, back to the movie. It was really good. I thought, I don't know why I thought this was going to be the one with Ray in it. I've just heard all these things about Ray and Kylo Ren and whatnot. This was like a standalone movie. Obviously, probably everyone listening to this knows that, but I did not know that. So I was I was first like, okay, well, these are all new characters that I've never met before. This movie is really pretty. There are stormtroopers in all black outfits. What is going on? The guy who's the villain in Ready Player One is the villain in this one. Lots of thoughts going through my head while watching this movie. Um, other than the fact that the movie was really good. I really enjoyed it unsung hero story but everyone died in the end special shout out to the blind guy oh my gosh he was dope the entire time he was just like kicking ass using the force while being blind he was really the mvp in this movie other obviously other than the main girl but it was a good movie i enjoyed it i i'm glad i watched it i'm sad everyone died but I definitely think one of the best movies in the whole series so far. And it makes me really excited for the next ones. I have the next ones coming up are the the beginning two of the final trilogy and solo. And I'm excited to kind of see. I hope they are just as beautiful as this one was filmically. Uh, I'm excited to see them. And I hope that not everyone dies in them. But yes, I watched that one today, still on the 27th. Uh, and I'll watch one tomorrow and then the final two on the next day so I will actually this time I'm actually gonna see you tomorrow I will not I promise I will not come back um, on this day but I will see you tomorrow to talk about the next two films dun 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 all right good morning I'm back and I just finished watching the next movie in my Star Wars watching challenge and that movie was solo I do really quickly want to address the fact that I realize I have officially broken theatrical release order that I set for myself in the beginning because I uh, am dumb sometimes and don't look at things close enough and realize that there was a movie from the newer trilogies that are coming out that was released before Rogue One and that solo was released in 2018 but I've decided the best course of action is just to continue watching these standalones and then watch the new trilogy right after each other so that's what I'm gonna do sorry can't change it now but I did watch Solo, and I did like it. I liked the movie. I thought it started out really good. I think it kind of just dwindled a little bit as it went on. But I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the beginning. 
I really, really enjoyed watching, you know, Han's backstory, just a little bit of it, and kind of getting more insight to him and his relationships and his, you know, how he came to, you know, find Chewbacca and how he got to know Lando. And also this new character played by Amelia Clark, which I'm not sure if I liked her character or not, or if I liked Amelia Clark playing her character because I like Amelia Clark. But new characters, uh, obviously this was visually stunning as the rest of them. You can tell these movies definitely have a huge, huge budget. But I'm not even complaining because it's just so pretty. Like even if I didn't even enjoy the movie all that much, just super visually pleasing to watch. The standalones have been really cool. What I really like about this movie and on top of that Rogue One kind of is giving you this cool, unique perspective of life under Imperial control. And, you know, between the prequels and between the original trilogy, kind of getting to see all these different stories of life under Imperial control and getting to see all the large variety of stories that could have been happening. I I can see Star Wars, the franchise, definitely being successful with lots of different standalones that could just be taking place in between the two time periods between the prequels and the original trilogy, which is really exciting. An an exciting prospect for the franchise as a whole, unless people are kind of annoyed of Star Wars movies and they, you know, want to stop. I'm not sure. I have, I obviously, you know, these are my first times watching these. I don't have that, you know, nostalgic thing and the original, I guess, love for Star Wars that a lot of people, hardcore fans have. I really loved learning more about Han, his backstory. I loved seeing him get to know Chewie and seeing how he, you know, how they found each other and or got forced into each other, forced into each other's presence. But I loved seeing the relationship form and develop. Uh, I loved seeing him get to know Lando. I thought Lando's droid was, like, hilarious. Definitely one of the funniest characters in the movie. I think all the droids in Star Wars have been sassy so far, but she took it to a whole new level. Loved getting more insight into Han. However, I think one thing I maybe didn't like about this movie, which was kind of really no reason to dislike anything like this, but it was weird seeing Han with someone that wasn't Leia. I don't know if that's just me that felt that. Obviously, he has a backstory, and he's like, you know, a grown man (laughs) in his backstory, but it was just weird seeing him with someone that was not Leia, and I was like, no, this is wrong. Uh, One thing I've learned about Star Wars is that they like killing people. They are not afraid to kill some characters, which is kind of nice. It's cool. I love it when series and franchises keep theirs keep their, you know, universes dangerous. Kind of you never know like someone that you love, a character that you love could die at any moment. So it always keeps those action sequences interesting and new and fresh and you never really know like who are they going to kill next. So I've realized that Star Wars likes killing people. But overall, liked the new movie. Uh one thing about this movie is I didn't really know how to feel at the ending. I was saying earlier how Rogue One didn't make me feel resolved. Rogue One made me feel unresolved because the ending was sad and everyone who was a hero just died. Whereas this one made me feel unresolved because I feel like the ending was not resolved at all. Uh, Did Han even know what was going on with his girl? Did he know that she was working for the dark side? Did he know, like, is his heart broken? I feel very unclear on the entire ending part there, 
other than the fact that I thought she was going to die because I was like, there's no way he's super in love with this girl. She has to die for him to fall in love with Leia later. Really odd ending that just didn't make sense to me and I'm still confused. Maybe I missed something. Maybe it's me. Also, the big plot twist, Darth Maul. Oh my gosh, Darth Maul was back. I'm very, very excited about this. I was saying earlier a few days ago how I really liked the two seconds that we had with Darth Maul, and I feel like we get more seconds now, and that's exciting to me. I... That was a plot twist. I gasped when I when I saw him come up on the screen. I was like, oh, he's back. And I, I had almost given up hope. But I was given a new hope that I get to see Darth Maul again. Please excuse the horrible, horrible joke that I just made. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving. I'm going to go celebrate the rest of mine. And I will be back with the next two movies tomorrow. Dun, 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 dun. All right, hello, everyone. And now, on the day of November 29th, I have officially completed my Star Wars challenge. I watched all 10 movies that are out in five days. Roughly two movies per day. One of the days I did three, and uh, another day I did one. But I did complete them all. And these are long movies, so I ended up (laughs) dedicating a lot of my life to Star Wars this week. I even woke up in the middle of the night at one point, and I was like, Star Wars. But next two movies I just completed were the two first new ones of the new trilogy, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Not gonna lie, I really, really loved these. Uh, Maybe it's just because I'm like a newer watcher and I didn't like grow up with Star Wars, so I don't have the nostalgic, like just hardcore love for the first older ones that some people do. But these were like my favorite of the new ones or my favorite of the entire franchise, specifically The Force Awakens. I really, really enjoyed that one. I really loved Ray Ray as a character. Definitely think she was just the great balance of action and funny and pretty. And just she kind of had it all. Really liked Kylo Ren as a villain, which I know um, from some of the people that I talked to kind of disagree with me. They don't really know where his head's at or what his motivations are. Whereas I kind of see him like a reverse Darth Vader. Like I see Darth Vader being more of like a bad guy who's tempted by... Or he was a good guy. Anakin, when he was young, was a good guy tempted by the bad. Whereas I feel like Kylo Ren's kind of a bad guy that's always tempted by the good. Um, And it's kind of a weird reverse story kind of line to me to, you know, the line of the Skywalkers and him having Darth Vader as his grandfather. Really liked the Rey and Finn dynamic. I thought it was fun and it was, they were funny and they had all these new experiences together and there's just so many the Star Wars movies are a lot funnier than I thought they were going to be I thought they're going to be a lot more serious and you can tell kind of as they go along they're almost going like the Marvel movie route to where they have a really good balance between like action and emotional and humor and I really feel like that's kind of what they were accomplishing and and being successful in, in in this movie and also in The Last Jedi as well The Last Jedi was good I liked it it wasn't as good just it felt like a lot of things just happened and I found myself being a little confused as to how they got places sometimes like the transportation of places like there there'd be times where they were just in a new place and I'm like wait a second how did they get there did I look away from the screen at the exact moment that they were traveling to this new place 
But I really did. I loved The Force Awakens. BB-8, he's like my new favorite. He is the cutest droid ever. I love R2. But BB-8 was just so cute. I can't get over him. Let's talk about the Han situation. I did not expect that at all. That was a huge plot twist. And I really was liking the Ray han dynamic. I was loving their relationship. And I really wanted to see where it went. And it just got napped from me. Real sad. That was a big plot twist. I was, I was like, I literally, I remember right when Han inevitably got killed by Kaloran, took my headphones off and just like sat there. And I was like, wait a second, what just happened? And I thought, I was like, whoa, okay, they're going to find a way to save him. It's, he's not actually dead, but he is. And that was a big plot twist for me. That was, that, that was really sad. Also going along with the fact that this franchise is really not afraid to kill people. I'm just really sad that I missed out on a cool Ray Han dynamic. I'm kind of sad that Han and Leia were not on the best of terms in the end. I understand that the you know their son turning to the darkness kind of destroyed them a little bit. But I kind of wish they had been not I wish there hadn't been problems. That's just me wanting the relationship to work. But it is understandable. I just think it was kind of sad. And his whole the whole scene was just sad and shocking. <sighs> I'm not going to get over that. Not anytime soon. Uh, it was a good from nothing to everything storyline. That was, I don't want to say rags to riches, but similar to that is, is Ray, who you know comes from this, you know, planet that sucks and then somehow meets all the right people and has all the right skills and the forces with her and now she's going to be the last Jedi huge upgrade good kind of from nothing to everything storyline going on there I liked seeing Luke Skywalker come back I felt like I know that some people probably would feel nostalgic when watching the movies especially when they watched them a long time ago but even I had like a nostalgic feeling of watching like you know, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher and, like, um, Mark, I can't remember his last name, I always say it wrong, uh, who played Luke Skywalker. Seeing them as, like, older people coming back and still being in the series and seeing, like, what happens of their characters, I was a little afraid for a minute in The Last Jedi that they were going to totally ruin Luke Skywalker, and I was worried. I think, not that they ruined him, but they definitely make it kind of like, oh, Luke is not the amazing, you know, good hero we all kind of thought, even though, you know, at the last second he decides, oh, what am I doing? Everyone has a moment of weakness, you know, put a moment of weakness into Luke, but a bad one that ended up causing the Empire to rise again. It's almost like we had Luke defeat, well, help defeat the Empire just to have him be a key source in restarting the Empire, which is kind of sad. And I was really afraid that they were going to ruin his character, which I don't, like, honestly, in the end, I don't think they did. I really liked, the ending was kind of cool, how they had him doing his projection thing and all those guns shot at him, and you're like, oh, he's not gone, he's still there. And then the kind of face-off between him and Kylo Ren in the end. That was good. I am excited for The Rise of Skywalker now. I am very intrigued to see how they tie all these things up. 
I think, I don't know if this will be like, is this where Star Wars ends? Is this where they stop making Star Wars movies? I don't know how, you know, the people, the purists, the, you know, really loyal fans for a long time feel about it. I don't know. Do they want Star Wars to end? Do they want this series to come to a close, keep it good while it's good? Or do they want more? You know, do you always want more? Some people, you know, for me, I'm the kind of person that likes to live in universes for a long time, but I also don't like them like overstaying the welcome and taking a thing that was really good and dampering it with the notion that they should have ended it earlier. But we'll see. I, I foresee more Star Wars movies happening in the future. And I'll be excited and I'll go to the theaters and see them because after this challenge, you can officially call me a Star Wars fan. Uh, key things I want to point out that I liked as an overall thing over all the movies. These movies had really, really great music. The soundtracks and the scores were just fantastic the entire time from the very first movie that I watched to the very last one. Everything, movie quality, music, everything got better as it went along, but just really, really great music throughout the entire movie. Crazy world building, dare I say, galaxy building. This is the kind of universe that that has been created that just truly feels limitless to me. They can do so much with so many species and planets. You have the whole galaxy to be imaginative with and be creative with really hit the mark on world building in this in this franchise these movies were surprisingly funny i found i talked a little bit about it earlier but these kind of have are starting to obtain that you know marvel-esque to me sense of humor and i really really like it and i feel like every movie just they started getting funnier and funnier and i really like the sense of humor that i'm finding like in such a action-packed franchise getting those little nuggets of humor is important Lots of death in the franchise, as I mentioned before, keeps it interesting, keeps the action parts more, you know, on edge. You're more on edge because you know that they're not afraid to kill people. Really big, complex story that has legs and lots of directions that it could go. And I can definitely see why people have the affinity for this franchise that they do, especially people who grew up with it. I can, it's probably similarly to the way that I kind of feel about the Harry Potter movies just growing up with it and loving it and just I don't know it, it's it's hard it's a hard feeling to describe amazing overwhelming love for a story but I can see why people have it with Star Wars and that's my final my final two movies Rise of Skywalker is next comes out this Christmas I'm glad I did this I feel more cultured and I feel like I'm officially a Star Wars fan Thank you for listening to this. I know it got kind of long, but it did take a long time to make. Dedicated quite a few hours to these movies. They're pretty long, but I come out of it a Star Wars fan, and that's what matters. All y'all have a good day. Thanks for listening.